Hello swimmers and welcome to another episode of Torpedo Swim Talk podcast. I'm your host Danielle Sperling and each week I talk to a master swimmer from around the world about their swimming journey. Happy New Year Swim Talkers. I hope you had a great happy holidays and festive season and welcome to Torpedo Swim Talk for 2023. Before we launch our new and exciting interviews for the year, and we have some great guests coming up, I'm bringing you the second half of interviews I recorded at the FINA World Short Course Championships just before the festive season started. Hopefully hearing from the likes of Lily King, Kate Douglas, Emma McKeon, Kyle Chalmers, Kaylee McEwen, Jordan Crooks, Ryan Murphy and Tom Dean, just to name a few, will inspire you with your own swimming in the year ahead no matter what your goals. Let's dive right in to the day four finals and hear from all the stars. The first individual event on the program of day four was women's 200 breaststroke, which was won by Kate Douglas in a time of 2.15.77. Second was Lily King in 2.17.13. And third place was Tess Schuten from the Netherlands in 2.18.19. Let's hear from both Kate and Lily after the race. Yeah. Congratulations. It was Thank a you. terrific swim. Really great yeah. back end. Were you happy with that? Yeah, I was really happy with that. It yeah. definitely hurt a lot more than this morning, yes. which was a little upsetting. But, you know, I used Lily next to me to help push me to finish that race. Yeah, you could see that in that last 50. That was, mm-hmm. that was really good when you brought it home. How are you enjoying uh, racing in Australia? I'm really, I'm really loving this experience. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm bit, I've been on a lot more realize than I thought I would. So yep. I've had a lot more chances to get to race. You know, next to the best in the world, which has just been awesome. Yeah. Are you enjoying the four by fifty relays? Yes, the four by fifty relays are so much fun because yeah. that's not something we get to do very often. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Thanks. And Lily King tells us about her race in the two hundred breast. Yeah, uh, it hurt. <laughs> But I was kind of kind of prepared for that today. And I was gonna have to take it out if I was gonna have a shot, um, and I did. And I got a little bit. And, uh, that's okay. You know, it happens sometimes. That's why we race. And uh, Kate had a great swim, and I'm so glad to get the good one too. Of course, yeah. It's always always fun to be there with your teammate. And that's what we come to do. So uh, I'm glad we're putting forth some really really good swims and getting this one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always kind of hard getting up after the hundred. Um, Especially after the race we had last night, like I was a little jacked up before bed. So, um, yeah, but hey, you know, it was good. And I think most of the heat was thinking, let's get through this one so we get to the 50 tomorrow. So, um, I still had an alright swim, and, and I'm pretty happy with it. So, uh, yeah, on to, on to something a little easier tomorrow. Thank you. Next up on the program was the men's 200 breaststroke, which was won by Dea Sito from Japan in a time of two minutes. 00.35. Second place was Nick Fink in a 201.60. And third place from China was Haiyang Quinn with a 202.22. I managed to catch up with Nick Fink after his race. Let's hear what he had to say. Hey, um, 201.60. I think American record. That's a massive, yeah. massive PB. Fantastic swim. Silver, but that you must be happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a I've been kind of stuck at 2022 for a very long time. So not only to break that time, but going to the 201, 201 mid-range is definitely something to be proud of. And skills, like what, what do you think was the day that brought you down 
for that 202 to the 201. There's Sato. Yeah, I mean, having him right there is, is a good benchmark, and I actually thought I could reel him in until maybe the last little bit where he just kind of took off, so... And 59.04 is the 100 split. Is that the sort of time you're hoping to go out in? Um, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't too focused on specific times. I just wanted to more focus on stroke count and how I felt. I think um, I swam the race kind of how I wanted to. My, uh, I, I could always sharpen up some stuff, and especially in the middle 100. Uh, I tend to wait a little bit towards the end. But I think I timed that one pretty right. And, uh Sato just got the got the better of me there. And you got the one and two out of the way, the fifty coming up. Oh yeah, no, it's a that was the distance event, so yeah. it's all it's all downhill from here and a uh, couple of fifties, couple of hundreds, um, and we'll we'll call it a meet. So I'm happy with that. Enjoy, great time, mate. Thanks. Well done. Could I just quickly ask you, what did you do in between the hundred and the two hundred to get yourself back up for this? Um, the hundred, I did a lot of a lot of resistance stuff. Um, trying to keep my technique going with the speed and tempo but here I just did a few more pace 50s kind of just get into the stroke and the rhythm that way. Yeah fantastic. Thank you. Congratulations on a great swim. Thanks. Next up on the day four finals night was the women's 50 backstroke. Maggie McNeil broke the world record in a new time of 25.25 with Claire Curzon from the US closely behind in a 25.25. Five, four, and in third place, Molly O'Callaghan from Australia in a 25.61 in a new Oceana record. Let's hear from Claire and Molly after the swim. How was that race? It was so fun. I knew the field was stacked, so it's always a good race with those ladies. Yeah. And honestly, the goal was just to have fun, and I had a blast, so I think that was a success. Yeah. What university are you at? In I'm at Stanford, Stanford, California. Yes. So obviously you do a lot of yards mm-hmm. and we're in um, majors. Is that hard for you to adjust your stroke rate? Um, honestly, the coaching staff here has been really great in just helping make that transition. Um, I think we're kind of used to it flags-wise because the distance from the flags is the same as long course, so you're kind of used to that, but yeah, the coaches definitely help, and I think I've done I've done this week before a year ago, so that definitely was easier to make the transition now that I've already done it. Yeah. Have you got any more races for the mate? I do. Um, I have <laughs> so 100 fly tomorrow and then two fly the last, uh, two back last. Two back last. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, congratulations on tonight. Thank and you. Good luck for the rest of your races. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Surprising, like my first Oceana record is a 50 backstroke, so um, it's kind of weird for me. Um, typically, I don't do a 50 back, I add it to my program for fun. Um, this meet was just about having fun, having no pressure, just enjoying it for once instead of being like, oh my god, I got the weight of the world on me, I'm gonna touch first. And um, this time, I'm just going in it and just learning new things, fixing new skills, and coming off like I guess the majority of us are coming off a break, finishing school surgery, yeah, everything. So it's been, it's been quite epic. Yes, I was just going to quickly ask you, how do you, what do you do in your training to work on your backstroke underwater skills? Because you are far and away the best in the field. Oh, um, to be honest, it's all Dean's work, to be honest. I yes. just follow what he does, um, says. And um, I just, you know, really focus on trying to fix my skills and stuff during training. And working on like the things that work best for me. Yeah. Um, typically, I do quite a bit of kick, so yeah. I try and work on it there, here and there. I try and do my best, but I definitely give all the praise to Dean for 
working it all out and making me, I guess, follow what's best for me. Yeah, it's really hard to work, but yeah. I guess it's mainly Dean's work. Yeah, yeah. well, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank Molly. Congratulations. You too. What was supposed to be the fourth individual event of the night, the men's 50 backstroke, ended up being surrounded in controversy. The race started and immediately a second beep sounded and the false start rope didn't go down. Five guys kept on swimming. Have a listen to the start in case you missed it. Eighteen-year-old Isaac Cooper from Australia won the abandoned race in a new junior world record with Ryan Murphy second. There was a lot of chaos and confusion at the end of that race. Soon after, though, FINA released a statement apologising for a technical error and in consultation with officials from the affected countries, they agreed that the race would be rerun an hour later. So with the race being rerun, Ryan Murphy ended up winning in a time of 22.64 with Isaac Cooper second in 22.73 and in third place, Kasper Stokowalski from Poland in a time of 22.74. My heart really goes out to Isaac because he just looked crushed when he came through the media zone. And as it stands at the moment, the junior world record that he set in the first race has not been ratified, even though the timing system started when the first beep went and he finished the race. So I suppose we wait to hear whether that may be ratified in the future. I caught up with two of the semi-finalists from the women's and men's 50 freestyle, Kasia Wasik from Poland and Jordan Crooks from the Cayman Islands. Um, later on in this episode, you'll hear from them both after their finals. So if you don't know the result, I won't tell you yet, but let's hear from Kasia first. Kasia, can I have a quick word? Can I have a quick word? Uh, Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. That was, a, that was a terrific swim. You're obviously very happy with it. Yeah, I'm happy. I mean, the semi-final was, was great. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not looking forward for the final. Yeah, it'll be I hope I can final. be faster. Yeah, absolutely. You just recently had your first win on the World Cup circuit in Berlin. What have you learned from that that you've brought into this 50 tonight? Oh, the World Cups were so much fun. I mean, yeah. I enjoy it and I... I was really grateful that I had a chance to race and meet other athletes and also practice racing because yeah. I can practice racing in a, in a training. Yes. So, so I was really happy to, to complete the workouts. Yeah. Where's your training base? In Las Vegas. Oh, okay. I actually, I, uh, since I came back from retirement in 2018, yes. I train in Las Vegas and that's my base. Nice. Now, I just want to ask you something about your Magic Five Goggles because they sponsor my podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so how, how are you racing with those? you feeling the... Oh, I mean, they're, they're just amazing. Designed yeah. to, to my face. I'm, I'm always uh, comfortable and confident. Yes. And uh, I have a special edition green ones for, for Australia. And I, I was so excited for to race with them. And yeah. I think they're going to be lucky for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> an amazing underwater off the, off the turn. What do you do in training to practice for that? Um, lots of 25s, um, sometimes with a shoe, yep. uh, like parachute, um, sometimes against uh, tower resistance, weight, yep. all that kind of stuff. And this repetition um, practice, yep. I've been doing, I've been working on the waters, uh, 
for a long time, not necessarily in the same way, but just kind of trying to polish them because, like I said, I've always been a little bit better under than on top of the water. So, you know, it's a lot, I try to stay under as long as legally possible. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, you came up just before, so that's good. <laughs> Congratulations, that was a terrific Thank race. Thank Where's you, your training base? I train at the University of Tennessee. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Good luck for so tomorrow night. Thank you. Yeah. The Women's 100 medley was next up on the program. We had Marit Stenbergen from the Netherlands winning in 57.53 with Beryl Gastadello from France second in 57.63 and Louise Hansen third in 57.68. It was such a tight race and a really exciting finish. Really happy to speak to Beryl and Louise after the race and hear their thoughts on how it all went. It was really painful, I think, not gonna lie, I lost quite a bit of energy after the world record. But it's frustrating. This close, I just, I just give it all. Second place is still a very good achievement. I'm very sick since yesterday. Be cold and stuff, so, I mean, you know, this is such a, a revenge today. So it shows that I'm capable. And, and what have you been, since Abu Dhabi, have you been working on any stroke in particular or do you train all four strokes? Well, How do you prepare for a 100 iron? Uh, since Abu Dhabi, I trained my whole life. I moved back to France unexpectedly in April. It's been very rough yep. and, uh, you know, like, I trained really hard. And uh, so I've been just trying to adjust to new training and uh, my new routine, my new life in France because it's like a complete change of world. So with my two dogs, we're trying to get adjusted and I'm really happy uh, where I'm at. You know, like this is just the beginning. Yes. Definitely, like, this is the last time I think I'm getting sick in this event. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, Carol. Yeah, no, it feels great. As you're saying, it's pretty cool. I want to pedal and everything got pressure right now, so I'm getting pretty versatile in short so it's a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fourth and fifth place finishes so far, so it's really good to get my hand on that wall and bring home the first medal for Sweden. Yeah, now we're from Sweden, so we're used to competing in cold weather. <laughs> it's a little bit different from what we're used to, obviously, but I've done quite a few outdoors meets in the past that's been way colder than this, so I, I think I've been able to manage the weather okay. What other races have you got for the uh, competition? So I've got my 100 fly tomorrow, so that's my main event, so I'm really excited to go into that and then a couple of relays, so... Yeah. Well, since the events are done, but yeah. my favourite to go. <laughs> and will you stay on in Australia for a little holiday afterwards? Yeah, actually, yeah. we'll go to Sydney for a week with my sister and Sarah on a team, so... We're celebrating Christmas on the beach, hopefully. Nice. So I'm excited for that. Well, hopefully you get a swim at icebergs in one, on one day. That's on the bucket list. <laughs> I feel like that's everyone's dream pool. Absolutely, it is a good dream pool. Yeah. Yeah. In the men's 100 individual medley, we had Thomas Saccone from Italy winning in a time of 50.97 with Xavier Acevedo from Canada in 51.05 and Finlay Knox from Canada third in 51.10. So again, another really, really tight race and an exciting finish. Unfortunately, we didn't manage to catch any of those guys on their way through the mix zone. Some of them are racing off to relays and warm downs before their next day of competition, but a great race by all three. 
The last individual event of day four finals was the women's 1500 metre freestyle, winning in a time of 15 minutes, 21.43 seconds in a new Oceana record was Lani Pallister from Australia. Second was Mayu Namba from Japan in 15 minutes, 46 seconds and third place Kai Zhang from China in 15 minutes, 51.64 seconds. Let's hear what Lani had to say after her win. And it was a joy for everyone in the crowd to watch as she pulled her godmother and Australian legend in swimming at the Olympics, Dawn Fraser, who was presenting the medals onto the podium. Congratulations, Lani. Thank you. Um, I believe first woman to win four, oh, sorry, three individual three gold medals at a World Short Cross Championships. How does that feel? Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't think like as athlete you look at those sort of things. We all come here to race because we love racing and we love the adrenaline of getting up behind the blocks and putting our work on the line and showing what we've done in the pool. I'm back at home at training before we get to these sort of meets. So having that sort of accolade is really cool. But, you know, coming away from this meet, I'm really proud of myself and, you know, the place that I've come from to get to where I am racing now. And I can't wait to um, improve upon that going forward into long season next year. You love the distance stuff. Were you, were you waiting for the 15? Um, I think a little bit. I was a little bit shocked how I swung in the 4x2 for really, you know, the coaches put faith in me to go um, and anchor that. So I went I think like 52-2, which is insane for me. I think that's the fastest I've ever been in the 200. So I think it was nice having that sort of speed and knowing that my endurance work had been there anyway. I was hoping for under 15-20, but with the week that I've had and the program that I've had, I am... Happy with the time, definitely not for the tent, and yeah, I can't wait to race it again in the future and see what else we can improve on. Um, fifteen hundred meters over short course, fifty-nine turns. How do you master that? Um, I don't think I've mastered it by any means. I'm probably <laughs> gonna get in trouble from my biomet going home. Um, I am definitely a fifty. I love the fifty-meter pool. I think it's a lot easier as a distance athlete to get into a rhythm and kind of just lengthen out a little bit more. I think it's hard when you have the twenty-five come up so quickly and then you have to do another turn. Um, and for me, I barely kick, so my legs blow up relatively quickly anyway, considering I don't use them that often. So turns kind of hinder a little bit, but it also helps in terms of, like, it's not as hard to swim it as a short course pool. But, um, yeah, I each their own. Everyone's got a different specialty, and I think regardless of if you're swimming long course or short course, doing the 1500s is just insane event. <laughs> how hard is it to, sorry, how hard is it to stay motivated when you're that far in front? I end up playing little mind games with myself. Um, I looked at the site sheets going in and the time that I kind of wanted to swim, so I knew I was going to be close to almost lapping every, in the most polite way possible. Like, you know, yes. you have to kind of work off each other, and I'm sure Katie Ledecky would do the exact same thing um, in this situation. So I don't think it's in terms of motivation. I wouldn't be here if I wasn't motivated to race and do my absolute best. And I kind of just put it on the line and was really excited to get in and have a go with that event. And it is tough doing it on your own, but. Everyone is in the pool, everyone's in the same position, and yeah, it's yeah, good fun. Yeah, fantastic. It was a great swim. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, with all the, the life-saving medals that you won recently, this <laughs> one as well, it's been yeah. a pretty big year. Yeah, it's been huge. I think I've been away from, God, I was away from home for 12 weeks, and then I came back for one, went down to Sydney, raced at short course, and until the pool, came back for three, went to Italy for two trained for maybe 10 and then came back down here so I've pretty much been living out of a suitcase this year but I'm incredibly grateful for swimming in Australia for putting on events like this and I'm incredibly grateful for their support always to send us around the world and do what we love and same with Surf Life Saving that was a very spur of the moment trip um, I'd asked Bowley six weeks prior to doing it if it was okay and he at that point said no and then 
a week out changed his mind and let me go over. So it was really fun to go over um, and do that. It took my mind off swimming a little bit and made sure that I was still fresh coming into a meet like this. But I'm really happy with how the year's gone. I'm, yeah, just kind of in awe of how I've been able to turn the last kind of year around. The final event on the program for Day 4 Finals was the men's 4x200 freestyle relay. In first place in a new world record time was the USA in a time of 6 minutes 44.12 seconds. Also under the world record were second place getters Australia in 6 minutes 46.54 in an Oceana record. And in third place were Italy in 6 minutes 49.63 seconds. Let's hear from the Aussie boys in the media zone. Super proud of that swim. I am super proud of that swim. You know, the boys to go under the word record time is very, very special. I think we've got three or four really great guys. Uh, and it's an honour to be a part of the four by two always. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it's a tough race. And um, we're going up against the best of the world. It's hard to support these boys around me. It's um, pretty special. Just, yeah, Obviously, our events going forward, I think it's incredible. We start and turn it's amazing. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Day 5 finals started off with a bang with the women's 4x50 medley relay. Let's hear the race call and then hear from some of the swimmers. Australia in four, Sweden in five, the USA in one, it's O'Callaghan. Lance Mellis in the 50 backstroke, she gets her feet on the wall first, the United States up there in lane one, and Sweden not far away in front of that world record line, it's early days, we look at the time, 25.49 for O'Callaghan. Sweden there in the middle lanes as well, it's Hodges and Formal, Lily King in the water for the United States up there in one. I know how strong she is in the sprint breaststroke events, she might be edging towards the front, they're going to touch fairly close together. McKeon in the water now for the Australians and Tori Husk, winner of the 50 fly, up there for the American team. Australia just in front. It was 15 hundredths of a second in this third leg. Australia with McKeon in there. Waiting is Maddie Wilson as we get to the last of the changeovers. Yeah, this is going to be tight because we don't have McKeon on the anchor. 
The Australians and Sweden having the race of their life. Wilson in there, Michelle Coleman for the Swedish team. And watch out for Douglas from the USA. Australia from Sweden. Now Sweden may have taken over. The USA flying down in lane number one. We'll watch for the world record. It looks like Australia. Australia in a world record. First place in a new world record time were Australia with one minute, 42.35 seconds and narrowly second, the US, one minute, 42.41 seconds with Sweden third in 142.43 seconds. I caught up with Molly and Molly O'Callaghan and Maddie Wilson from Australia after their win. So to come away with the win and the world record is really special. Um, it's obviously an amazing team and if we all put our legs together, it was going to be a good race and um, yeah, really shocked and um, very excited. Extremely happy for this, some reason this one um, hit a lot different and I think this week has just been next level. This and year. Oh, yeah, this year has <laughs> this been, been crazy. crazy. Yeah. This is our fifth one for the year together. So um, it's been a crazy year and, yeah, it's always really, really exciting. Second event of the night was the men's 4x50 medley relay with Italy breaking the world record in a time of 1 minute 29.72 seconds. Second was the US in 1 minute 30.37 seconds and in third place Australia in 1 minute 30.81. Really hard to catch the swimmers as they come through after a relay at the start because a lot of them have um, an individual event as well so a lot of them headed straight through to the warm down pool but we did manage to catch the Aussie guys after their third place before they warmed down. Well done boys, that was a great swim. Thank you. You're looking excited about it. Are you all getting a bit tired? Matt, how are you feeling after you fly and then the relay? Uh, to be honest, I'm pretty energised right now. Just being in the moment with these boys, with the crowd, um, yeah. seeing familiar faces in the crowd. Yeah. Um, in my second home, can't really complain. Good answer, good answer. <laughs> no, no, no. Paul Lincoln's his best answer. <laughs> 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 so, uh, how do you get yourself, guys, standing for yourself up? Gene up around. Good music. Really, so lots of good music. Um, we just sort of, I feel like we all create energy and also feed off each other's energy. That's what makes this group so awesome is that we just bring the best out of each other and we're always there for each other through the highs and lows. Telling the state told us in my big fault about the place that we're About the what? What? The start. Yeah, you know the, the start. This is the best ever. Oh yeah, this oh, is the, the best ever. This bond. is the greatest bond the Australian team has ever. Australian relay team has ever had. And sound. And sound. Doesn't be better. Here you go, that'll be quite a bit. Thanks, guys. The men's 800 freestyle was next on the program, and it was a really close race between the first three place getters. In first place, in a new championship record, was Greg Peltroneri from Italy in 7 minutes 29.99 seconds. In second place was Henrik Christensen from Norway in 7 minutes 31.48 seconds. And in third place, rounding out the top three from France, Logan Fontaine in 7 minutes 33.12. I spoke to Greg and Henrik 
after the race. Hi, Greg. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, okay. Oh, you can sorry. hold it. Yeah, no, you can hold it. Thank you. Great swim. Were you happy with that? 800? Yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, it was a tough race. Yeah. Uh, even tougher than 1500 the other day. So I'm glad I could right. reach the goal. And yeah, it's cool. Two goals in, in Melbourne. So yeah. I'm really happy. What made it tougher? Uh, one, I think I was. Uh, more tired than the other day, so yes. that's a fact. Yeah. And two, the competition. I mean, 800. I mean, I prefer to swim 1500. So the 800 is not my favorite race, and the short course <coughs> is even more difficult. So uh, it was difficult for me to maintain that speed in the middle of the race. But anyway, uh, I try to, you know, the last 200, 300 to, to set a faster pace and reach the goals. Yeah. What's it like back here at MSAC? Because you trained here many years ago with yeah. Mac when he was still here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Super yeah. cool to be back. I have a yeah. lot of friends here in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, Australian guys, Italian guys, because there are a lot of Italians here in Melbourne. So, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I have a lot of friends here and it's cool to be back. Yeah, it's good to be um, watching you do so well in the open water. I remember many years ago when you raced at the Peter Park yeah, on yeah, that yeah. day. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was, that was the start of my... My career in I the open that world. Might yeah, have been. Probably. Yeah, 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 probably that was my first race. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's cool. I uh, I've improved. Uh, I've improved a lot. And uh, and now I mean, probably open water is my main, uh, um, you know, reason to keep swimming very well because yes. I like it so much. I love it. So yeah. Uh, that's that's yep. it. Thank you very Thank much. You. Congratulations. It's a good question. I mean, yeah. short course is fun. Yeah. It's 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 short. Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't have that much long that many long course pools back home in Norway. Okay. So most of the work I do at home is on short course. Okay. So so I'm developing. It's always like a love and hate relationship. Yeah. When it's when it's fun, it's fun, and when it's when it's not fun, it's horrible. Are you a good kicker? Uh, no, not really. But uh, I'd say my turns are pretty strong. But. Uh, yes. Your underwaters like, look great. My underwaters are compared to maybe some of the other distance guys. It's, yes. it's pretty decent, but I mean, I'm nowhere near sprinter level. Like that. Yeah. And is your year-round base in Norway? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, I live there and I train there, but we do a lot of training camps abroad because of the lack of 50 meter pools. Yes. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. There were a few semi-finals scattered in between the medal events for day five finals. And one of them was the men's 100 butterfly, where I managed to get a few words with Matt Temple after his butterfly semi-final and his earlier relay medal. Let's hear from Matt and his reflections after the butterfly. Hi Matt, congratulations on that swim tonight. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, how are you swimming throughout the meet? How are you feeling? Um, yeah, obviously I've raced every session um, up to today. Body's getting pretty tired, but you just got to wake up and tell yourself you're going to race today. You got to get up and do it. So um, I'm really loving it here in Melbourne, and um, yep. I've raced very well so far. Very happy with my results. Um, and the same with those two. Everyone else in the team, everyone's racing really well. So fingers crossed, I can hold out to the end of the meet and yep. keep going. What are you going to do for, to recover before your hundred fly tomorrow? Yeah, big day tomorrow, the main event. Probably pretty standard. Um, 
pretty fortunate to finish earlier tonight than yes. um, a few other nights, but um, yeah, go home, have something to eat, and aim for a big night of sleep, and then hopefully um, wake up feeling fresh and ready to go for tomorrow. Yeah, fantastic. How satisfying is it that the is in Australia? Is that where the appetite for the future comes? Yeah, definitely. Um, swimming in Rio for Australia is um, one of my most favourite things to do. Like, um, you've got the country backing you, supporting you, and to pull off the results that the team has, I think it's something special. The next two finals up on the program were the women's and men's 400 individual medley finals. Winning the gold medal from the US in the women's was Hayley Flickinger in a 4 minutes 26.51 seconds. Second was Sara Franceschi from Italy in 4.28.58. And third was Waka Kabori from Japan in 4.29.03. In the men's, we had Daya Sito from Japan winning the second medley of the carnival in 3 minutes 55.75, with Carson Foster from the US second in 357.63, and third, Matthew Sates from South Africa in 359.21. Day 5 finals finished off with such a bang with both the 50 women's and men's freestyle. In the women's, Emma McKean from Australia created a new championship and Oceana record in 23.04 seconds. Second was Kasha Waslik in 23.55 and third place was Anna Hopkin from Great Britain in 23.68. Let's hear from Emma and Kasha about their swims. It feels awesome, and especially to do it in front of the home crowd. I've got a lot of my family here again tonight, so to do it in front of them is even more special. But it was um, it was so loud in the relay as well, so they definitely got us to the wall. I didn't expect a world record, but I feel like the crowd really lifted us as a team in that. And then even now, um, like two hours later in my 50, it was still just as electric. So it's really an awesome opportunity um, to be raced in front of them, um, in front of all the Aussies who have supported our whole team for the last few years. Congratulations! That's fantastic! Oh, I'll hold it. <laughs> Were you happy with that swim? Yeah, I mean, this is, that was the final and I was pretty nervous, you know, and I made some mistakes in the race, but I'm, I'm glad I stayed home and yes. I finished second. Yeah, you, that was an awesome racing, a great last stroke to the wall. What have you done since coming out of your mind to make such a change to your swimming? Uh, I mean, Honestly, like I'm, I enjoy every moment. I don't take uh, things for granted, uh, and I'm just having fun. You know, I I really appreciate that chance that I can still swim and, and do what I love. And I know it's not gonna last forever. So every time I I have a chance to race and then win the medal, I really celebrate the moment. Yeah, it's so great. It's so great to see you here. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you so okay. much. Start here, Cooks in four, Crowd in five, Chalmers and Carter 
and going well. It's proud, our defending champion will probably lead at this point. Joint fight, joint leaders there, Crooks and Proud, and they bring it home now. And here comes Jordan Crooks, proud over the top of him. This is on the touch. I think he's got there. He has. History's made. The Cayman Islands victorious. At the World Championships, Jordan Crooks has done it. Crooks, he delivers. He becomes the fastest man in the world. As that bow wave touched the wall, you heard Jordan Crooks won from the Cayman Islands in 20.46, just ahead of Ben Proud from Great Britain in a 20.49, and in third place, Dylan Carter, 20.72. Let's hear from Jordan after the race. Yeah. Hi, Jordan. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Congratulations on that swim. That was absolutely terrific. Are you happy with it? I'm very happy with it. Yeah. Awesome underwaters off the wall. Have you been working much on those um, back at Tennessee State? I have, yes. Yeah. I think uh, my coaches have done really well to help me develop and grow them. I've always been a little bit better under than over the water, and I think yeah. they really allowed me to express myself through that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, are you looking forward to any, uh, a really good NCAA season coming yes, I am. up? Very excited. Yeah, and you've rocketed into the top five performers all time short course 50 metres amongst sort of Caleb Dressel and other luminaries. How do you feel about that? It's awesome. It's an, it's an honour. Um, I look up to a lot of those guys, and I have a lot of respect for them. Yeah, fantastic. When we spoke to you the other night, you told us about how Ben was someone that you looked up to a little bit and worked with him as well, too, to the To be standing there next to the podium, but also to go on Ben and someone you looked up to, what was that like? It, it's awesome, and I mean, once again, I, I look up to him a lot, I have a lot of respect for him, and it was just an honour to be able to share the podium with him. How was your mindset going into tonight after the 100 metre final? I think I uh, definitely had a bit of fire in me, I wanted to kind of come back and show my hand again in finals, and I'm really happy with that, but I'm very satisfied with it. All good things must come to an end, and the last night of finals served us up the best night of swims that I've seen ever in one place at one time. Starting off the program tonight was the Women's 100 Butterfly. The Olympic champion, she won the 50 back and she tied for gold in the 50 fly. McNeil's going to be happy. In lane five. Once again, she crushes that world mark, takes over half a second off it. 
and second world record for Maggie McNeil of the meet in the 100 fly in a time of 54.05. And second, as you heard, was Tori Husk in 54.75. And third place, Louise Hansen from Sweden in 54.87. Let's hear from Maggie and Louise after their great race. Isn't that fantastic? Oh, thank you for holding that. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> On that fantastic swim tonight. How do you feel with that world record? I'm really happy with it. I mean, I was yeah. really close to Toronto, so yes. I was um, definitely aiming for that tonight and just kind of trying to improve the things as I go along for the seven finals. So I'm really pleased with that and to make it my last individual swim of 2022 is, is so great. Yeah, that middle turn won you the race. What do you do in training to work on that underwater? It's unbelievable. A lot of practice, but I think a lot of it just comes quite naturally to me, so it doesn't really feel like work, but just still trying to perfect it all the time. Yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you very much, and congratulations. Hope you've enjoyed racing in Australia. Yes, for sure. Yeah, great. Okay, thanks. No, it's, it feels great. I'm really pleased with being a sub-55. Uh, so I was really close at the World Cup, so I was happy to get, get it all together. Yesterday, the details were not there, so <laughs> I was happy to see it being a lot better today. It looked like it was the underwater work. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you. Really yeah, that was my focus, just focusing on the water and doing what I do best of that. <laughs> what, what do you do in training to actually work on those underwaters? Oh, I use a lot of kick sets in general. So a lot of, like, yep. two sets are basically just kick sets for us, and... There's a lot of 10 kicks of each ball in main sets and stuff. So, yeah, just really forcing yourself to be uncomfortable being underwater. <laughs> yeah. Do you do much parachute work or resistance cord work? Yeah. yeah. yeah definitely in times. Like, yes. there's usually just sprint work on it, but there's definitely some parachute work to work on underwater. Yeah. Well, it worked today because that middle term was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Chad Leclerc from South Africa had an absolutely unbelievable meet and earlier in the meet we spoke to him and heard about his 200 fly and he was also victorious tonight in the 100 metres butterfly in a time of 48.59 seconds. Second was Ilya Kurun from Canada in 49.03 which was a junior world record and third place was Marius Kusch from Germany in 49.12. Let's hear from Chad. It was unbelievable. That turn of fly the other night was, like I said, one of the biggest wins of my of my career. I won 12 individual World Tour course titles, which means it's just a really great feeling. So, absolutely grateful for tonight. It was a strong field. Junior world record by Ilya. He's going to get a big trouble next year. I can see that. Um, but no, I'm really happy just with where the week's gone. It's been a phenomenal week in Melbourne. The people have been so nice. And uh, yeah, it's just the fans have been amazing. I walk out there, I feel the, the warmth from the crowd. And tonight was a, another massive night. The women's 50 breaststroke was next up in the finals on the final night of competition and we had Ruta Mulatute from Lithuania winning in 28.5 seconds. Second place was Lara von Niekerk from South Africa in 29.09 and in third place Lily King from the US in 29.11. Let's hear from Ruta and Lara now. Can I have a quick word? Right, are you warming down? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just very quickly. Can, oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. okay, thanks. Congratulations on the world record last night and the gold medal tonight. Yeah, thank Fantastic. You so what did you do in between to refocus after last night's high? Oh, actually, I didn't sleep until like 5 a.m. Uh, you know, I, I don't normally drink coffee or caffeine, and then you know, before races, I do. So it's always hard to fall asleep the night after. Um, so yeah, I chilled and stayed in bed, and you know. 
uh, did some writing, some reflecting, some meditating, and uh, yeah, just rested. Yeah. And what time did you come into the pool before your race tonight? Oh, that's a specific question. Yeah, it is a specific question. Um, <laughs> I came around an hour and a half before, yeah. maybe less. And what kind of warm up do you do before that kind of race? Before 50, actually, I. I don't do much. I just activate. Uh, I really try to feel what my body wants and um, feel into what my body needs because sometimes, you know, um, I might not want to do uh, 800, I'll just do 600 or 400, you know. So it's important to like listen to your body. And for 50, I think it's most the key is to be activated and also relaxed and. Um, yeah, I'm just really like light with myself and um, um, yeah, just try not to waste energy. That's all, like preserve, preserve and, and yeah, just be ready alert. Yeah, well it works, so congratulations yeah, on that thank spin. So much. Thank you. No worries. Record. Um, got second. There we go. Second, girl. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Awesome. Putting on it on uh, African record as yeah. well. How did that feel? Amazing swim. It was, I think it was over in a, like a blink. Um, I was just happy that I executed everything the way I wanted to and to break the African record three times in a row. Yeah, and, and it's like you're in the 19, but it's still a 2022. Yeah. Uh, two golds at Com Games and the, the bronze at the Long Course World Champs, now silver. Um, it must have been an amazing feeling and a great end to the year for you. It is a great end. Um, I've just told my parents if I can just walk away with any colour medal this year. At the end of the year, it will be amazing and I'm just glad I executed it. Especially having the travel bans last year at World Short Course Champs. Um, it's just great being here and experiencing my first international short course Congratulations. Thank you. Can I quickly ask you, just what do you do to work on those amazing underwaters? Because you've got such a strong push off off the turn. Yes, um, it's only lately that I started focusing on things like that because of the short course, I'm actually more a long course specialist. So coming to this goal, I to really focus on my pull downs and push offs. And I mean, it's just trying every day, like not giving up on one single pull down or one single push off of the wall because each one counts in training. Yes, well, it worked tonight, didn't it? It's yes. great. Enjoyed uh, racing in Australia? It's been amazing. Yep. The crowd is amazing. Um, atmosphere. I just love the city so much. It reminds me a lot of home. Yes. Where, where are you from in South Africa? Um, Pretoria. Oh, Pretoria. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Well, have a great uh, rest of the carnival and um, congratulations. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. In the men's 50 breaststroke, we had Nick Fink from the US winning the gold medal in a championship record time of 25.38. In second place from Italy was Niccolò Martinegi in 25.42. And in third place, Simone Chirisullo in 25.68. Let's hear from silver medalist Niccolò with his thoughts after the race. Yeah, I'm really happy, really happy. It would be better to win this race because I really want, I really want before the race to win the mid 50 or finish my year with the, all the free international meet, the world in long course, the European long course and here with a gold individual medal. But that's okay. I can, I can use the, 
the power for, for the video that I got in, you know, in an hour. So yeah. I'm happy. Let's close it to my, to my PB. Uh, I restart. This is a little bit uh, after the others. I stopped for six, six weeks for a little bit of injury. So I, I grow step by step. I'm really happy. Uh, I, I would say to work for him, my, my teammate Simone. Uh, he's for international meet in short course. He won the third place. So he's amazing. He, he, he showed that he's got a mental to, to stay with the big, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm really happy for him too. And I think you can swim faster. Two sub-25 swims in the in the relays, and yeah. now another low 25. Yeah. And it, it, it seems like you're having fun as well. Like the Italians are having fun, and, and the results are showing, yeah? Yeah, I mean, we have to enjoy our work. We we, we got a, the best work ever. We we love it. We, we have fun. We travel the world. So... There's no for for a race that I have to see to be sad, no. Yeah. So I'm happy. I'm happy to my work. I have to work more. That's that's better for me. And I will see in a, in a, in a long course what's happening. Fantastic. Thanks, 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 The women's 200 backstroke was won by Kaylee McEwen from Australia in a time of 1 minute 59.26 seconds. In second place was Claire Curzon, who's had a wonderful meet in 2.00.53. And in third place was Kylie Moss from Canada in a time of 2.01.26. Let's get Kaylee's thoughts after the race and hear what she thought about her 200 back. I actually wanted to ask you a few questions about the 200 back, if that's yes. okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That last, um, or second last turn, on the, um, the last 50, yeah. you came up so far in front, and I've heard you before talk about that last 50 at like yeah. steam train. What do you mean by that? Um, I think it's just the way that I train and the way that my body's um, used to racing. I mean, it's my race plan and it's what I've always stuck to doing, so why change it when it becomes short course? Um, I've just got to stick to my strengths, especially that my weakness is actually swimming in a short course pool. So um, coming off the wall and they're doing three kicks compared to you know the girls next to me are probably doing six or more. Um, I've just got to rely on my swim speed, yeah. yeah. What's the stroke count difference between your short course 50 and long course 50? I could not tell you that, to be honest. Um, yeah, that's a volley question. I don't think he would even know that until like there's paper in front of him. But, you know, I think um, in a short course pool, you're able to stroke a lot higher. Um, but then you've got the walls as well. So it's a bit of a variation. Congratulations on a fantastic week. Thank, Thank you. You're swimming so well. Thank you very much. 200 metre backstroke, you're the champion of that. How have you become so dominant at that event? Um, not sure. <laughs> I think uh, just the world at the moment is in such a phenomenal shape. And you know, a few weeks ago, Regan Smith went a, a two four and a fifty seven. So you know, the world's just getting faster and faster. And I can't just sit back and kick my feet up. I've got to train harder and find a way to be better. The only other person who's had four times in the event simultaneously is Mark Hackett. Did you know that in the fifteen hundred that you're the first woman? To win, to have yes. all no, no, I had no idea actually, and um, you know it is pretty surreal. Um, you know to be up there with someone like him, it's phenomenal, and something I'll probably cherish for a long time. You talk about how the competition is coming, you know, really heating up ahead of Paris and yes. future events. But how how big is this a boost for you? to handle such a domination of this event. I mean, it's, it's got to be pretty good for the conference. I think heading into the next Olympics, it's definitely a lot different from the last. I mean, from the last Olympics, I 
I was the chaser, I was chasing yeah. somebody else, and now I've got all these girls that are, you know, wanting to chase me, so I just got to put myself back in that position and realise, hey, just because I've done this in my career doesn't mean it's going to get given to me the next time I step up to do it, so um, for me, I've just put all of that on the back burner, and not that it doesn't matter, but for me, personally, if I reflect on it all the time, my training's not going to be as hard as what it needs to be. Just tonight, Curzon really took it to you. Oh, yeah. um, You know, I think the Americans are great there underwaters and their walls are such tough races. I mean, she's had an awesome week as well. And regardless of who was in that race, I would have been pushed the whole way. Thanks, Kaylee. Thanks, Kaylee. Thanks. Congratulations. In the men's 200 backstroke, Ryan Murphy rounded out the triplet for the week by winning in a time of 1 minute 47.41 seconds with Shane Cassis from the US in second place in 148.01 and third place Lorenzo Moira from Italy in 148.45. I caught up with Ryan after the 200 back and heard his thoughts on that. Hi Ryan. Taking the time to talk to me. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'm Torpedo Swim Talk podcast, um, and I just want to say congratulations on a great week with swimming. How did you feel with that 200 back? Yeah, the 200 back hurt a lot. Yes. Uh, you know, I think it's it's a little bit of torture putting the 200 back the last day of the meet, but yeah. you know everyone's in the same situation. Just had to race tough, and to, and to be able to to come out with a one-two finish for Team USA that was that was a nice exclamation point on the week. Yeah, your underwater tents or underwater's off the wall were amazing. Do you work much on that in training? <laughs> I work on everything. Yeah. I, I think one of the things I, I pride myself on is you never really know what race strategy you're going to have to pull out at the meet. You don't really know how you're going to be feeling on the day. Yes. And so I like to be able to prepare for races where I'm going to go out really fast, where I'm going to rely on the underwaters, but then also times where I'm going to have to rely a little bit more on my catch and my tempo and my fitness. Uh, so trying to just be prepared for every situation. Yeah. How did you mentally get up after the false start the other night in the 50 back? Like, how did you prepare to race again an hour later? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like a super, super unfortunate situation. And, and I, in times like that, like I'm, I feel like I do a good job of resetting. Like as, as new information comes up, it's like everything that's happened in the past has happened in the past. All I could do is look forward to the future. Uh, and that's something I drew upon in that hour. Yeah. The last two individual events on the program were the 200 freestyles and in the women's event, Siobhan Hohe from Hong Kong won in a time of 151.65. Second was Rebecca Smith from Canada in 152.24 and third place was Marette Steenbergen from the Netherlands in 152.28. Let's hear from Siobhan and Rebecca now. Siobhan, can I have a quick word? Of course. Yes. Congratulations Thank on such you. a wonderful swim. Have you enjoyed this week of racing? Yeah, I did. Melbourne's such a beautiful city and I wish the weather was nicer the first few days. I know, better. yes. But no, towards the end it was it was really nice and got some sightseeing done and pretty happy with my races as well so I feel like it has been a pretty long season so yes. I'm glad I get to end on like a pretty good note. Oh absolutely how, how tough is it sitting around waiting for this this special race on the last day? Yeah it's, it's actually been pretty tough um, <laughs> seeing all of my friends and teammates 
they were swimming, they did so well, and every time they do really well, I just wanna just wanna go and swim my favorite event, but you know, we did it and I had a pretty good time so I'm happy with it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And what's next for you? What's coming up? Um need a a few days off first, a little break, and then we get back into training to prepare for next year. We have so many meets next year, so yeah, it's going to be a busy year. Yeah. Where's your training base located, your main one? Um, so half of the time I'm in Hong Kong, and then the other half of the time I do training camps with my coach all around the world, uh, depending on where he goes, and then our team would go there for a training camp. So it's kind of nice that you know I have a base in Hong Kong, but that if I need like a change of scenery, I can go somewhere else. Which pool do you work out of in Hong Kong? Um, so our national center pool, so it's called the Hong Kong Sports Institute. And so a lot of elite athletes train there, not just swimming, but yep. for all different sports as well. Have you got a, a club of sort of teammates around you in Hong Kong, or are you sort of training by yourself? Um, sometimes some of the local swimmers would train with me, but for the most part, I sort of train by myself, but then, because all of my teammates are all over the world, so then... That's why we do training camps, so we can all come together, together. to train together. Yeah, that's great. Well, congratulations on a, a great swim, and good yes. luck for the future. Thank you. Okay. I'm so thrilled with that swim. Yeah, I mean, this is my best event, and, you know, having it on day six, it's a little tough mentally, just so, you know, keep my composure, but, I mean, I had so many great teammates around me that just helped me and encouraged me throughout the whole week, and... I'm just so happy with that result. <laughs> and do you think the relays that you've had earlier in the meet have actually kept you in a, a good mindset for that really late individual event in the meet? Oh, for sure, yeah. The relays are always so much fun. Um, and I was the lead off on two of them, and so I kind of got to practice that, you know, going off the flat start. Um, so, yeah, that was really fun. And, of course, having those girls in those relays, it just, like, pumps me up throughout the meet. So, it's yeah, it's lots of fun. Fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> awesome result. Thank Cheers. you. What's next for you? With uh, Take a break, and then what happens next year? Yeah, I'll take a break. Um, I actually leave uh, for a training camp with my uh, team at UFC in Calgary. So, I'm super pumped for that. But, yeah, definitely looking forward to Christmas break. <laughs> yeah. Are you flying straight out of Australia, or are you staying for a little holiday, or...? I am, yes. I actually have an exam the day I get back. Yeah, I'm in nursing school, so oh, okay. yeah, still got to finish school, but yeah. Okay, well, congratulations on a great speech. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks. <laughs> In lane number four, Matsumoto five, we watch for Popovich, the 18-year-old from Romania. Lane number seven, a slowy start for him. Dean's away nicely as they go through, but it's Wang Sung-Wu who leads them. Oh, this is going to be a really tight battle. 200 freestyles don't come any more open than this. Tom Dean's in the middle of the pool. They will be in front of that world record line for the first 100 metres or so. And we know how much speed Wang Sun-Wu has. We saw him in that Olympic final with a fine-dye strategy. And he looks to be doing the same down the bottom of the screen in lane 8. The one to watch out for is the kid, Popovich, the Romanian. Second from the bottom there. He's in that white cap looking really relaxed. He swam well in the hundreds and finished off the podium, but he needs to put together some better turns if he wants to be in there at the finish. Well, at the moment, it's between Dean in lane four, one in lane eight, both of them turning under world record pace as they go to the 125 now. So it's 75 to swim, and it's one now in front of Dean by a third of a second. I like the way...
way Popovich is swimming. He can see the speed of Wang out there. Wang is a defending champion, but he has tied up in the past. Underworld record pace. They're not going to match that mark. Big turn from the Korean. And Wang has kept away. Big time. Out by a full body length. He is going to be hard to mow down. It is a terrific effort by the Korean. It's a big lead over a second. Dean out there chasing him. But this is going to be Wang Sun Wu taking a gold medal. A magnificent swing. The championship record. Popovich flying home for silver. And Dean claiming the bronze medal. The 19-year-old Korean from lane 8 has lowered the championship record that was held by Dennis Ramses. 139.72. What a terrific race from Wang Sung-woo, winning in 139.72. Second was David Popovich from Romania with a 140.79 and third place was Tom Dean in a 140.86. Let's hear from David and Tom after their race tonight. I learned from all of them, especially the ones in the final. But uh, from what I can see, uh, in this moment, the most I have to learn from is Huang uh, Sang-woo, uh, the Korean boy, because he's just one year older than me, so we're both guys, boys. Um, I got a lot. Uh, I got a lot to learn from him, and uh, thankfully get to be even more competitive with him as time goes on. And uh, looking forward to improve. We we kept asking you about potential rivalry with Kyle Chalmers. Did you get to meet Kyle properly and have a chat to him at all? Oh yeah, as you know, we're both sponsored by Arena, and so uh, in Budapest we've had a workshop and we we got to chat a little more. But yeah, we know each other, we uh, say hi to each other, we're black and reds or whatever, the usual chit-chat. Um, I'm not uh, that familiar with him, I haven't talked to him that much, but it was a good rivalry while it lasted. Uh, next time we're going to race, uh, it's, it's going to be uh, a little tighter. I don't know in which direction. Yeah, yeah. And did you get to chat to Ian Thorpe at all? He was obviously something that so much as a teenager as well. Did he have any advice for you? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I met him, uh, I think, two or three times now. Uh, I haven't got... I didn't speak that much. <laughs> well, at least he didn't speak with me that much. But uh, I know what he used to do. I know what he did. And so I can tell when someone is uh, a real athlete. And uh, I have to... I keep saying this, that I have a lot to learn. But... Uh, even though I'm repetitive, uh, it's true, I, uh, I'm still young and I am uh, aware that uh, a lot of people are still better than me, at least in some aspects. And so I'm taking as much as possible from each one. You look like you've got a lot stronger in short course over the week. Have you learned a lot from that experience? Yes, definitely. I came here uh, being very doubtful of myself, simply because I was realistic, not pessimistic in any way. But it uh, looks like uh, I had more in me than I knew, so uh, I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, especially that last 50, the, the sixth turn really brought you back into the race. Yeah, if you say so, I haven't <laughs> yeah. watched yeah. it yet. When you watch it back, you'll see. But yeah. that, that last 50 was really, really strong. Um, how different is it swimming? I know you like long course. How different is it for you swimming? Well, it's uh, way more different. Um, I don't like this many turns. Yeah. I'm not even good at turns. I'm, I'm not that good as uh, the other guys yet. Uh, so 
I just need some more space to catch up some more speed because that's really how I'm built, but I'm trying to adapt. So that's why I'm here. Well, it's been a pleasure watching you race all week. Thank you. Beautiful technician in the water, so congratulations. Thank you. Thanks, David. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Torpedo Swim Top Podcast. Awesome stuff. So I interview lots of different swimmers. Brilliant. And yeah, so I'd love to have you come on. I'd be happy to. Oh, that'd be great. You've had a great week with swimming. Have you enjoyed racing here in Melbourne? Yeah, I've really enjoyed racing in Melbourne. Short course racing is always an interesting one. It's so yeah. different to long course racing. and and so fast paced and you know sometimes you say it's like a different sport um, you know you have to approach the races in a different manner you have to execute your race plans completely differently and, and yeah it's just worlds apart from, from long course but there are so many positive takeaways and learnings that you can gain from things like this so on the 200 for example you know being upbeat working at turns working at skills so different to long course but then we're able to carry that through into what's the proper se- not the proper season but the, the main racing you know the World Champion Football uh, the Olympics in Paris, you know, yes. and carry what we learned through. So while it's not the main focus for us and, and as a nation, there are so many positives to take away from it. Yeah, how did your life change after Tokyo? Yeah, it was crazy, you know. Everything from getting stopped in the street, you know, to, to being fortunate enough to work with some great commercial partners and to, you know, just being recognised at swimming events like this and, and being known in the sport, it's, it's a great honour and, and it's great to be able to come and back up with more international medals. I was glad that that medal tonight Peter Tally for me, I've now got an international individual medal at every major competition, so it's a real honour to be able to do that. And uh, what a great location to do it in. Yeah. I mean, um, hopefully, we'll be able to race in more in the future. Well, hopefully, Tommy's will be here, won't you? I think 26 is talk of it. Yes, although it's regional, so it means that the swimming is going to be actually down in Geelong. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, yes. that'd be cool. Then. So, there'll be lots of different sort of satellite yeah. parts all around Victoria. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome stuff. So, it'd be great. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Good stuff. Tom. Awesome. Nice to meet okay, you. Okay, nice to meet you. As is traditional, the last two races of the meet were the 4x100 medley relays. The women's was first and was a super exciting race, with the US taking the gold in a new world record in 344.35 seconds. Second were Australia in 344.92 and third were Canada in 346.22. I chatted to the Australians after the race and heard what they thought.
and creating is so many. <laughs> I mean, usually that's why it takes the pressure off me, but um, I mean, it was great being part of this and experiencing something new like that is it's great. Thanks, guys. And arguably the most exciting race of the whole championships was the very last race, the men's 4x100 medley relay. US led most of the way until Kyle Chalmers dived in for that last anchor leg freestyle. He gave up his 200 freestyle individual to put all his efforts into this race for tonight and it really paid off. It was one of the greatest anchor legs I've ever seen. He came from a body behind to come in and tie for first place. So Australia and the US shared the gold medal in 318.98 and both share the new world record. Third place was Italy in a 319.06. Let's relive that race right now. Murphy back in the water for the USA. Lane four, Japan with the Erie in five. Mora, Italy. Let's hear from Matt Temple about what he had to say about watching that last anchor leg from Kyle Chalmers. So I got out of the water, I touched the wall, saw her in third position, um, knowing Kyle comes home very strong. With 25 to go, I saw he was sort of in the mix, come right down to the touch and equal first. Um, first place is first place, um, won the gold, so over the moon. Have our team... Um, break a world record equal with America is something special and then to do it with those boys in front of a home crowd um, in Melbourne um, sensational and let's also hear from Kyle he had so many reporters around him after that race all giving him kudos for winning the race but like a true teammate he actually put it back onto his own teammates um, saying that it is a team which it is and how they were successful and how they have been successful because they had each other's backs I think to be honest, you look at the splits, Isaac's one of the best he's ever swum. Yogi swam 0.7 past the Nichols, his individual. Temple swam 1.4 seconds past the Nichols, swam in his individual kind of butterfly tonight. Uh, so you look at that and you go, well, I'm just the guy that carries that home. Those three were the ones that carried us over the line and swam amazingly. And uh, they're probably the, the heroes of our movie that we At the conclusion of the meet, the swimmers of the meet were announced and the women's winner was Maggie McNeil from Canada who had three individual wins and two world records. Maggie was really humble in accepting her award and mentioned that so many records got broken this week 
and she was so honoured to be the swimmer of the meet amongst all those high-class performances. The winner of the men's or top honours for the men was Ryan Murphy from the US who won the 50, 100 and 200 backstroke and really featured in most of the American relays that were top of the podium. His goal in coming into the meet was to get as many medals as he could for Team USA and he certainly did that with some terrific swims and was also part of that medley world record relay tie with Australia in the last event. So all in all, a wonderful, wonderful world championships here in Melbourne. It's a sports-loving town. We love our sport here and it was so wonderful to host all these amazing athletes who were so generous with their time over the week. You can probably hear in a lot of the interviews that they are puffing. They're coming straight from pool deck and heading to the warm-down pool and I was so grateful to all of them for taking the time to talk to me. I wanted to give a big shout out to um, one of the guys that I met down in the mixed zone called Cam Nation. You'll probably hear his voice on the podcast a little bit. We were often standing together trying to get the same interviews and we sort of took it in turns to ask some questions. So thanks to Cam for all his support over the week. It was wonderful. And you probably would have heard with um, some of the interviews that I did that um, you've got a really good podcast or two to look forward to in in the next few weeks. Tom Dean from the UK is going to join us and also Kasia Wozik from Poland who now resides in Las Vegas in America will be joining us on the podcast as well. I really hope you enjoyed the second part of our interviews from the FINA World Short Course Championships. I had an absolute ball doing it and I hope that maybe in the future I get a chance to do it again. But next week onwards, we'll be heading back to normal programming. Till next time, happy swimming and bye for now.